Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everyone. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the holiday special. Yeah, where we recap the famous holiday movie. Glitter. With Mariah Carey. Glitter. Yeah. All she wants for Christmas is you and glitter. <laughs> That's yeah. maybe why it became a holiday movie. Right yeah. For me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mariah is the queen of Christmas. So to honor her, we are watching her. Finest um, hour. Yeah. Yeah. Movie I glitter. think for sure. To give her justice though, I I did see, but I don't remember, that she did a great acting performance in the movie Precious. Have you seen that? Oh, I have not, but I did hear that she was very, very good in it. I yeah, because I had thought like, oh, obviously this destroyed any chance she had ever had to act in anything again. Yeah. But yeah, that was like well, she took all... some time off. She took off her makeup and she did a performance in Precious. Yeah, well, I mean, she did like what everybody, every actress does when they're going for serious. She ugged up. She ugged it up. You know, yeah. Yeah. She got dirty. Yeah. So she all right, let's Charlie's Let's get Theron. into it. Let's get, let's into, get it. into it. Yeah. Let's dig into this puppy. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> say should we just should we keep talking about our holiday oh yeah we can keep talking about our holiday i mean mine's been atrocious how about yours it has just i'm, I'm just okay so i decided to take like what 11 days at my parents oh, house 11 okay, it was many. a it was a big mistake was it 
Did you say that last year too? I actually split up last year from between like here and my friend's place in Hudson, upstate New York. So, but I'm not doing that this year. And so it's like all family all the time. Yeah. Yeah. What family members are around? Um, We've got my mother, Patricia, uh, my stepfather, Kevin, and then sometimes we visit my sister, Erica, and her two children. My Aunt Rita was there for uh, Christmas. She and her oxygen tank. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And then, oh, yesterday, though, I went to the beach all day with my friend Kim and we did shrooms and weed and like just... It was fun. We just like drew and looked through like picture books and it was really fun. And it wasn't very cold. Yeah. I was wondering the beach. Yeah. It was, it was like really hazy though. So it looked like all cool and witchy. I loved it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I was, uh, it was like, I was a Victorian lady pining out, looking into the sea, waiting for my husband to come home, but knowing, (laughs) knowing in my heart that he is dead. He is dead. He is dead. Dead. Under the sea. Yeah. So you could Poor get guy. with, you know, another semen. Yeah. Ex- mm, mm. yeah. Well, knowing me, I would be like, oh, good. I married once for love. Now I can marry the rich merchant millionaire in town. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we should all be doing. Exactly. Yeah. How? Uh, what about your holiday? How was yours? Well, see, everyone in my family has moved away. Oh, and, okay. And that was kind of nice. Um, then it was going to just be me, my mom and my aunt. Yeah. And they don't, I mean, they realize it. I was going to say they don't realize it, but they drive each other crazy. Yeah. Okay. My aunt got a cold. So it was just me and my mom. And when I first got there on Christmas Eve, I said, do you mind if we listen to this, um, body language analysis of JonBenet's parents? She was like, no, sure, put it on. Okay. And I was like, she's not going like this, you yeah. know? And it was about an hour and a half long and maybe about 45 minutes in. She was like, oh, Katie, can we put something else on? Because <laughs> we were like doing stuff around the kitchen. Like we yeah. weren't really sitting and watching it. And so yeah. that would be like fine to listen to. And tis the season. <laughs> yeah. Well, she gave it her mom try. She did. You know, and she's like, I want to be interested in what my kid is interested in, but I am right. in no way interested in this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So then we tried to watch a documentary show on Amazon Prime called The Greatest Show That Never Was. And oh, it's about okay. English people. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So set yourself in England. All right. Okay. So this man says he's doing a the documentary itself just had a lot of like i want to say recreation okay shots so like one of the characters that was going to be on the show was a clown Mm -hmm. and they would they like filmed him as if he was like being a clown again and i was like um this isn't the interesting part of the story like they were just like not dwelling on the interesting parts they yeah were, like, yeah recreating a bunch of dumb shit so my okay. mom was like oh katie can we turn this off and i was like <laughs> it's just getting good but i know it was yeah. it wasn't all right and then i want to tell you on christmas okay that's when we watched the secret 
It's called yeah. The Secret Colon Dare to Dream. Tell me everything. This is fascinating. I saw it and I said, no way. It's uh-huh. been too long. There mm-hmm. cannot be a movie that's finally based on The Secret. Wait, did it just you know? come out? Yes. Holy shit. It's been, The Secret was like so 2006, long ago. 2006, I googled it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's called The Secret colon Dare to Dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, the poster just had like Katie Holmes on it. And I yeah. was like, okay, well, it's obviously a dramatic movie. It's mm-hmm. scripted. It's yeah. not a documentary, which I know they already made the secret documentary. Oh, know? okay. So I was like, they must have another secret. You know, yeah. this must be some kind of Katie Holmes uh Because well, this is the secret, secret. Dare to dream, right? I know. Yeah. Okay. So I click on it and it says... Based on the best-selling book, you know, from Oprah's book club, The Secret. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, oh, my God, it's The Secret. The, okay, so here's the plot. Still right? going on that Oprah. Yeah. Uh. Here's the plot. Okay. <clears throat> Katie Holmes mm-hmm. uh, is like a single mom, and she lives in New Orleans. Yeah. And um, she works at some kind of like seafood restaurant or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and a hurricane is coming. So okay. they cut intermittently to like the news, like a big hurricane's coming that night. And she's super negative. Yeah. It's gonna be bad, you uh-huh. know. Yeah. And then a cute man shows up in town and mm-hmm. he goes to her home. She's not there, she's at work, but one of her kids is home. Yeah. And he's like, I got these papers for your mom. Is she around? <laughs> okay. And he's like He's like, no, she'll be back like after school time. Like she'll pick up my sister and be back. And he's like, okay, I'll be back then. Yeah. All right. And then she's, you know, they decide to pretend they've never met because the kid's not allowed to talk to strangers. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. You do a very convincing, convincing Louisiana man, by the way. Thank you. You do. It's very well. Very good. (laughs) I can't help it. It's kind of my thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, then Katie Holmes picks up her other kids and okay. she's like yelling at her, yelling at them for something. You know, she's super negative. Yeah. 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 And um, sounds like she's having a rough time. She is. Yeah. And then she wham hits this car in front of her. Oh my God. And it's the man. Yeah. And he's oh. like, Oh, everything's fine. You know what? Mm-hmm. If we go back to your house, I can repair your bumper. Yeah. Okay. Cause only her car got fucked up. Of course. Yeah, of course. Anyways. Long story short, this man comes into her life and he's like, why don't you just think positive? Oh, okay. And then she's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I've never and then heard for of some reason, like good things start to happen when she hangs out with him. So then she's like, I guess anything's possible. Oh, so he enlightens her. He, he lightens yeah. up her life and shows her yeah. a new way. Yeah. Yeah. Inspiring. And there's no... I thought maybe the papers she was dropping off was going to either be a lawsuit. Oh, or yeah. what happened with know? the papers and what happened with the hurricane? Oh, she, yeah, she got a big hole in her roof, but the man decides he can fix it. Oh, and so he does it with his mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Yeah. No, but he <laughs> he tells her like, oh, just give me the money for like the supplies I need. Okay. Uh, and he goes to like Home Depot and like the exact things he needs are just like sitting out yeah. because of his mind. G- g- because he thinks so positively all the yes. time. Yeah. And then <laughs> this didn't make any sense to me, but like 
in the lake next to their house, uh-huh. there's this big piece of something. Okay. <laughs> he winds up using it over the hole that the hurricane made. Okay. He uses it to make a skylight. So you'd think I'd be saying, oh, it's a big piece of glass or something, but it's yeah. not. It's like, yeah. it's cut weird. It's like oh. wobbly. He just uses it and I guess light comes through. It's and just some just kind like, of like wicker mesh. It's, I guess, a translucent um, uh, plexiglass that, uh, oh, that he found that in the woods. Zigzaggy. Okay. All right. Uh, that he just found and was like, <laughs> yeah, this is perfect. <laughs> it's hard to cut to size. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect and, dimensions. Um, it turns out he knew her dead husband okay. and they had been getting a patent together Yeah, and he made all this money on the patent and she's like, oh, fuck you. And then he's like, <laughs> well, here's half of it. And then she's like, oh, oh I, love I love you. you. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. So is he teaching her to like think more positively and secret up her life or is he what she gets for being positive like is he the product of her secret <laughs> her secret thinkings i don't know oh, i don't know what's going of his on with story this story is yeah her husband died in a plane crash oh okay the twist is this man was also in the plane crash with him but he survived Oh, all right. And at the same, okay. And at the same time, they're in the middle of like uh, doing this patent, whatever. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So now, how did he survive? Did he survive because of the secret or did he learn the secret because he survived? Oh, okay. Oh, fuck. I almost died. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And they don't explain it that much. And Mm -hmm. really, um, but yeah, think positive, guys. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody, secret, secret up your life. Yeah. So I just had to tell you about that crazy movie because I knew it was going to be bad, but my mom loves shit like that. Oh, really? What did your mom think of it? Did you talk to your mom about it afterwards? I didn't really ask her. Yeah. But the fact that she never told me to turn it off was a pretty good sign. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, we have this relationship where I choose things to watch and she goes, oh, Katie, turn this off. (laughs) Sounds like, sounds like for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of movies that make absolutely no sense for every single goddamn scene. Yeah. Let's talk glitter. about our, our holiday favorite, glitter. Yeah. Because yeah. what is Christmas about if not glitter? Well, now we are familiar with the story of a pop star. So I mean, yeah, I think it's, it's true. A pop fitting. star who, who gets everything she wants and more. And emotional closure. And things she doesn't want. Yeah. Yeah, you know? some things, some things she doesn't want, but I mean, you wouldn't know from Mariah Carey's face what she wants and what she likes and what she doesn't like because she, uh, she just she can't act. Yeah, not. It's not this. even that she's a bad actress; she literally cannot do it. What did you? Well, how would you characterize her then throughout the movie? Just kind of like okay. Mm. Here's here's how. Okay. The, this is. I just want to give you uh, an indication of mariah carey's range okay it ranges from uh slightly amused to a little bit sad to uh mildly annoyed 
to slightly surprised. And that's about what we have to work with here. Seriously. Yeah. yeah it's pretty bad. Um, there's so many things I want to say about it. Yeah. Which is, did you know that the soundtrack was released on September 11th? R- the really? September the September 11th. 11th. How did it do? Yes. Not well. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you know what? Oh, and uh, the guy who um, who composed the music or directed the music or whatever, Terrence Blanchard, mm-hmm. piss poor job. I mean, there's one good song in this entire thing. And it's supposed to be like a music focused, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And the music is just so ick. Here's the thing. When this movie came out, I was like 14 and yeah. I was a huge Mariah Carey fan. So mm-hmm. it, I was at the point where like every time Mariah Carey put out an album, I bought it. Yeah. So I bought this. Mm-hmm. I don't remember buying it. Yeah. Um, like in relation to September 11th, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I didn't buy it that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? You were otherwise uh, occupied. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, but I remember listening to it and then like waiting for the movie to come out. Um, but like never really getting the opportunity to see the movie. I saw it later when it came out on HBO. Okay. And that's, uh, do you ever discover a movie and it's in the middle of it on TV? Yeah. And because yeah. you missed a whole bunch at the mm-hmm. beginning, it feels like it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. Oh, and then wait. And then you see the beginning and you're like, oh, this sucks. And you're like, oh, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. It's oh, kind of was okay. my experience with glitter. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because they are trying to make something deep happen. Yeah. And because I had missed the beginning, I was like, God, this is deep. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I I could see how you would feel that way because it gets like, you know, intense at the end. It's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to ask, how do you want to do like this particular like recap? Do you want to like yeah, what watch did you it? write down? Well, I wrote down a bunch of stuff, but it's kind of like complete. I didn't like write down timestamps or anything. Yeah, but, or like and, stuff that and I happened. kind of stopped taking notes at a certain point where I'm like, oh my god, this movie is fucked. Um, so yeah, I have like a whole bunch of notes. I watched it like one and a third times. Mm. Yeah. So and then, but this like when I started watching it again, I didn't complete it. But and then I'm like, oh my god, this movie is absolutely like every scene has something wrong with it. Every scene is like kind of ridiculous, makes no sense in some way. Let's start okay. by reading like the synopsis. That's okay. online. This is like the the short, like two sentence. Well, it's really one sentence. Okay. On DB. Yeah. A young singer dates a disc jockey who helps her get into the music business, but their relationship becomes complicated as she ascends to superstardom. Yeah. So tale as old as time. Yeah, it's very, it's a star. A star is born. Is born. You know, uh-huh. ships passing in the night. One star on their way up, the other on their way down. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I feel like this is so many pop singers like vanity project. Exactly. Like, this is a lot yeah. of times what it turns out to be. Is this a vanity project, or did somebody say like, "Hey, Mariah, you should be in this," or did they like? Did she, do you, you know, know what, what I just said? listened to her talk about it today in her audiobook? Yeah. because I listened to her audiobook in 2020 when I was bored mm-hmm. 
um you know i was bored all the time in 2020 yeah yeah yeah. remember it was covid yeah (laughs) um i forgot what are you talking about it was a really good audiobook i can't recommend it enough because she's good at reading oh good we know not everyone is some people aren't yeah yeah she's good at reading um she does put a little sass into it sometimes okay she does the typical now i'm gonna sing yeah Mm -hmm. and when she references her songs because a lot of it is her explaining like how she wrote a song or yeah how she did the remix um she'll play a little clip of it and that's and that's like exactly what you want because you're yeah oh i want to hear what she's talking about oh yeah Mm -hmm. she's playing it oh that's really it's almost like it's like her musical biography that's interesting yeah, yeah yeah It's better than a lot of other. Or like celebrity memoirs, because it's like, this is actually like, this is about the work that I do that you know and are presumably a fan of. It's not like, I was born in a tiny town, you know, with lots of bad circumstances or whatever. They're always, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It started called, it was called All That Glitters, Uh which I think as a title makes way more sense. Yeah, yeah, because all that glitters is not gold, and that's sort of like a theme in the movie. It's like, oh, but she needs, like, closure with her mother truly, you know? It's like, this is all to get her mother to notice her, I think is what we're supposed to have, like, as the, like, the sort of takeaway. Right. For Billy's character. Ah, yes, her name is Billy. Billy, Billy. Billy Frank. And her mother's name is Lillian Frank. So I was like, oh, it's Billy and Lily. (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah okay i guess they conceived of this idea in 1997 and this movie came out in 2001 okay um she says when she was still in the relationship with tommy matola he was super controlling oh okay so he didn't really want her making movies which i think is like he doesn't want people to see how hot she is. It's it always seems like she wasn't allowed to wear what she wanted. She wasn't allowed to tour. Yeah, it's like oh, okay. she wasn't allowed to do a lot of things that would have helped both of them make money. So it like yeah. never made any sense. She to was me. she wasn't allowed to tour. No. Oh, that's what she says. Oh well, I I don't know if know. Mariah Carey is the best live performer. Oh. I, I could think see that, that might have been to sort of like protect her more than it was to, I don't know. I don't know. I know. But I was just, I was literally just stopped when I was watching it um, the second time. I literally stopped when like she's starting her rise and she's like doing the club scene and, you know, now she's lead and, uh, you know, making her rise. And you can see Mariah Carey trying to be a really dynamic performer. And it's just like... It's it's hard to watch. It's hard um, to watch. With her performing? Her just, yeah, um, her just performing. It's just like, like somebody told her, like, really, you got to amp it up, Mariah. And so it's just, it's like a clown show. Uh, it's a clown show of, like, a sexy club singer. This part, it's at about 24 minutes. I think I know what you're talking about because yeah. she's trying she's to, like, like, look interesting, too. Yeah, she's, like, trying to, like, be, I mean, honestly, she's trying to be, like, super, like, little girl sexy, and it's just, maybe it's just because it wicks me out, but, um, I don't know, I just, I think Tommy Matola was like, we really need to work on your presentational skills before we get you out there, but, you know, (laughs) stay in the studio, you sound fucking phenomenal.
But right. yeah, you're not ready for prime time in that sense. So our our Tommy Matola in this movie is uh the character Dice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He and could be the Tommy Matola slash like the P. Diddy. But he's definitely. nice. He's a yeah. nice guy. He's like he's a super nice, obviously British man who is attempting uh sort of a general New York accent, which is like a little yes. bit of Brooklyn, a little bit Queens. I you didn't know no, he like I it wasn't obvious to me that he was British. He's like do, the thing is there was something about him. I'm like, obviously that accent isn't natural and I think uh-huh. he's not American. And lo and behold, he is a British actor who went to like the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Um let wow. me remember his name. All to play dice. All to play well yeah, all to play dice. I did look up people's careers a little bit just to see like what else they'd done. And like a lot of these are really good, solid working actors. Max Beasley. Yes. That's the, the character who plays the DJ dice. She was with Tommy Mottola uh-huh. when they broke up. Yeah. He also left that label and got a new label. She made like a historic deal with Virgin records. Okay. She finished out, you know, whatever she had to do for Columbia. Yeah. And left and went to Virgin Records and they signed her for a hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, thinking that she was like a number one artist and constantly going to like keep breaking records. Yeah. And yeah. um, so then the pressure was on her. Meanwhile, Tommy oh. was still kind of like overseeing everything because the movie was being produced by sony okay which is where he is yeah so he could still kind of like control the movie which is fucked up oh okay she should have she should have moved that shit like i don't know how that stuff works but like that's fucked up you know Mm -hmm. this is her vanity project that she i think had like in her book she's super defensive she's like just so you know Uh uh-huh the story was really good to begin with, but yeah. then there uh-huh. came all of these notes, 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 notes. And yeah. then she, in her mind is like, some of it's coming from Tommy, Tommy trying to screw me over. Oh, okay. Oh, geez. That's so par like such a paranoid place to be in. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And do you know about Mariah's breakdown? Um, I've heard of it. It was like 2007. No, it happened oh. at this time. Oh, okay. Oh, this is 2000. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, I'm confusing it with movie. Britney's breakdown year. Okay, got that's it. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why I thought yeah. it was 2007. Okay, so she had a breakdown at this point. Because of this movie. Yeah. Essentially. Oh, all right. And she's basically, every song on the soundtrack is a Mariah Carey song, you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, she's she's overworked. Yeah. Um, And then at the end of the day, other people have a say over the script. I get it. Yeah. What happens in this movie is she starts out as a little girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, and she's um she's put on stage by her mother and we find yes. out she has a wonderful voice. It's yes. kind of like Whitney Houston. Did you know that this is this is kind of autobiographical? This is kind of like what her mom was her mom was a singer. Oh, right? I didn't know cuz oh, cuz I was thinking it was sort of like a takeoff, you know, Whitney Houston's mom was um Another uh, singer. Another singer. I can't remember okay. her name. Sissy. Sissy Houston. Is that right? it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, and yeah, she used to, you know, have club dates with her group and, you know, eventually 
Whitney started singing with them at a very, very young age. So that's what oh. I thought it was from. Oh, yeah. how interesting. I didn't know it was the same for Mariah. Well. Or similar. I don't remember there being a story of her, like, singing with her mom on a stage like there is in this movie. Yeah. It sort of seems like just a good way to introduce people to the characters and, like, what her childhood was like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, then uh, it just cuts to 1983. Yeah, yeah. Well, not before, not before we, um, Lillian, uh, Billy's mother, apparently has a tendency, we see, to fall asleep on her couch smoking a cigarette with a lit cigarette. Oh, and yeah. there's a scene before that where, like, Billy's practicing at the piano. Um, and then she's like, oh, mom. And she takes the, the cigarette out of her between her mom's fingers and sort of like tucks her mom in. And then the next thing we see is their house is on fire. Oh, and shit. it's the worst stock footage I've ever seen in my life. And then she goes to like, and then, and then we skip forward a little bit where her mom has to abandon her yeah. to an orphanage just yeah. until she gets better. But then she never sees her again. She never picks her up. Never picks, promises to, but that- never picks her up. Is that kind of a Marilyn Monroe-ish story? Oh, maybe. That's oh, That's what yeah. it seems like to me, right? That's like Marilyn really... Monroe's mother went exactly. to Yeah. Sorry, I'm calling it that. Yeah. Um, and then she went to an orphanage, right? And yeah, exactly. Adopted. And uh-huh. then like because like as an adult, Marilyn would go visit her mom, which makes you like, but wait, why was she adopted? Oh, because yeah. her mom was basically sick. Yeah. Mentally yeah. ill. Yeah. But um, Billy's mom says it's just until I get better. And I think the idea is that she has some sort of drug and alcohol issue. That's what I thought. Too. You know, yeah, they just don't explicitly say it. But you don't go to an orphanage or whatever, wherever the hell they sent that child with her goddamn cat in hand. Right. And there she meets um, the her her two new friends, best friends, best friends, Doug names like. Debrat, yes, played Which by Debrat. Her, her, yeah, Louise, and I don't know Roxanne, Tia Texada. Okay, all right. I just feel like we have to, if we're going to name Debrat, we have to name her as well. Okay, so she meets her friends there, and yeah, then we and cut then to we cut immediately. It goes from like fourteen to I don't know twenty three, nineteen eighty three, all of a sudden, right? And yeah. all we see is that now they're all at a club, right? They're all at a club and they're all wearing like cat prints for some reason, which yeah. I didn't know was a thing in, in, the 19, 80s? in 1983 for everybody to have like matching. Everybody in the club has like some kind of matching tiger print on. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in Mariah's book, she points out that she made this movie mm-hmm. before like bringing back the 80s was cool. Yeah. But she didn't so, bring back the 80s. Like this She didn't. There's but no she 80s blames in this. that. Yeah, she blames that on like other people. Like yeah. yeah. The costumer and the set dresser and stuff because I think the first time like I said, the first time I saw this movie, I started in the middle. I had no idea it was supposed to be in the 80s. Oh, I mean, the only thing that told me it was in the 80s was like the fact that it blares 1983 a couple of times uh-huh. and they talk about it. But yeah, but otherwise, there's, like, there's no 80s not. to it at all. The only 80s stuff is like occasionally when there's like technology. DJ Dice, who we'll meet later, 
his computer is obviously like a Commodore 64. And then at another point she gives, she gives him like a Yamaha keyboard. And I think the idea is that this is like the newest, latest technology. It'll it'll replace your piano and it has all these settings. Yeah. Yeah. Super fun. Robot sounds. Robot sounds. Boop, 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 boop. But otherwise like it, no eighties esque looks, no eighties esque music. It, is in the the random aughts, I guess. I don't know what that like. It sucks when people ruin, you know, a studio made movie. Yeah, yeah, know. like that with that whole too many cooks thing, where it's just yeah. like everybody's saying that's what it like, looks no, like. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. Contradicting right. each other, and then nothing happens because nobody knows what to actually do. Yeah. So at the yeah. end of the day, you're like, oh, this movie takes place in the eighties. Like, uh, okay, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. They're dancing in the club. Yeah. Then somehow they get scooped up to be like the Millie Vanilli. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, Terrence Howard, who is as subtle as a serial killer this entire movie. Like he just always looks like he's about to murder you. He's strangely intense. Is he not? He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Actually, can I tell you a story about Terrence Howard that yes. my ex-roommate told me? I guess he was doing some play, I cannot remember, on Broadway. And my roommate was a, a company manager for the particular theater it was in. So, um, and she told me a story once where Terrence Howard had a fit and refused to continue to work. And I think he was eventually fired from this production. But um, refused to continue to work because the the way they had vacuumed the carpet on the set, it was not all in straight lines. Oh. He's an absolute nutball. And I was looking him up on Wikipedia and he insists that he was a chemical engineering and applied materials major and is just three credits shy of being a chemical, (laughs) a, a degreed chemical engineer but there's no record with the college that he claims to have gone to that he was like there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's an nutball. Is it that Mariah's at the club and she sings and Terrence hears it? Or no, what? they don't even, they don't even sing. They're just like dancing wildly with great yeah. abandon. And, he just, and he's he like, just you goes, three look on. good. Yeah. yeah. Can you guys sing? And Can then, you guys dance? And they're like, yeah. That's right. <laughs> and then they show up at a studio with, Silk. Silk, Silk uh, is the pop star. Yeah. Played by played by Padma Lakshmi. Padma Lakshmi, yeah. Of Top Chef. Yeah, yeah. A lot of these people have gone on to like careers. Yeah. Yeah. I think Padma Lakshmi was like a model before this. So oh, it okay. makes sense. Yeah. Because she's playing someone who can't sing. Yeah. She sings wonderfully terribly though. Like she's really yeah. Padma Lakshmi is just like a terrible singer and it's she just just as an acting thing i was like go Padmalakshmi. you like do not give a shit what you sound like yeah you know she doesn't even try to sing it's great but they're all in the recording like booth together yeah they all have headphones on uh-huh and then the producer or whatever is like i'm gonna turn down silk yeah and turn up mariah mm-hmm and can't they all hear that? Do they all know that they're turning up Mariah? As no. The main vocal? Well, 
At this point, no, I don't think I think Silk just hears herself and thinks like that's what's being recorded. I think like their volume is different from the volume they're actually like making the recording because they're like mixing it in real time on that big board. Yeah. But what they hear in their headphones is just like, oh, I'm Silk. I'm the lead singer, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then it does become uh, like a, a dummying That's... situation mm-hmm. in like in her performances where Silk is clearly singing with Mariah's voice and there seems to be no issue with her. I with don't know. Mariah, it, no with, reaction, no issue. No, from Mariah or from Silk, who yeah. seems to be absolutely fine that now she knows a completely different person's voice is coming out of her. Yeah. Are we to assume that Silk thinks this is her herself singing? I don't know. So weird. And that's why there's no addressing of it. Yeah. So one of my gripes is that mm-hmm. we go from Mariah as a child to now Mariah has a great voice. Okay. She's apparently agreeing to be the voice of Silk without yeah. anyone outwardly saying. Mm-hmm. And we don't know anything about her life, how it's going, what she's like. Yeah, yeah. We don't know any. We just know, we do know that she has maintained a friendship with those two, her two backup singers. But we don't know, like, was she adopted? Would, did they all just grow up right. at this orphanage together? And they now all they're all roommates? At the orphanage. Yeah, and now they're all like roommates and a, a, maybe a singing group together. Yeah, we don't know anything. Yeah, What nothing. do they do for money? No idea. Absolutely none. Until now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. We know they're broke, Uh but we don't know anything about how they got that way or why. No. So that kind of makes it seem like a really half-assed script, you know? Yeah. Oh, half-assed script. Maybe. Maybe. There's uh, seriously, we could talk about everything that's like wrong with everything in this movie. We would be here for literally 12 hours. I know. Yeah. It's just, it's so terrible, but I love it. So let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so they do a live performance. I'm pretty sure they're at a club and Silk is up there pretending she's singing. Oh, and he and discovers. He's like, that's of you, isn't in it? In the background. Yeah. yeah. And then they get off stage and he's back there like, wow, Silk, you did a great job. And then yeah. the three... Mariah and her two friends are uh-huh. leaving that backstage area and she yeah. starts singing. Well, and Silk she is really a, shows it. Silk is a bitch to them before that, where it's right. just like, let's get a photo of you all. And Silk is like, we don't need to have a photo of them. They don't and, matter. Yeah, exactly. And then that's what, when they like flounce off and Mariah like sings just to like get Silk's goat. Like, you know, I'm the girl singing, right? Right. And that, uh, yeah, that's when Dice. Dice realizes it. Realizes what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So then he kind of sees her and he's like, oh, if I produce music for you, we could both get jobs. I mean, he literally stalks her from then on. I mean, yeah. He also wants to do sex with her. (laughs) Yes, he certainly does. Yeah. (laughs) But he does not want her to ever appear to be sexy to others as we find out later um tale as old as time once again yeah you know trying to control that female body (laughs) yeah Uh, men going after women for being sexy like yeah you to be with me and then being like 
no, you're not allowed to be sexy. Yeah. Yeah. But we never do get an idea of like, what does he want her to be? Like, here's the thing. So as we go on through this movie and their relationship, it's the idea is that she needs to cross like she has a hit. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And she needs to cross over. But I'm like. She ha- I thought it was like, you don't know like why she needs, she has a radio hit. We don't know why she needs to cross over and to what. So is she like more of an R&B influence singer and they want to have, they want her to have like a big dance hit? Well, in Mariah Carey's life, yeah, um, she's mixed. She's half black and half white. Okay. And when she met Tommy Matola, he was like, mm-hmm. we're marketing you as a white person. Oh, Okay. And she was adult contemporary. Yeah. And he wouldn't let her uh, do anything R&B, you know? And so when she got free from him, she, um, which actually was around the album Butterfly. So that was 1997, actually. So I don't know what took so long. Anyways, so she made that album and she was finally like, I'm making songs with rappers. And that's like one of her best albums. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so she finally got to do what she wanted. Right. And what and, felt she was good at. Yeah. So part of me thinks that a lot of this movie is autobiographical. Well, that's the thing. And they're how... mixing it in with other stuff and it's just yeah. becoming like watered down. Yeah. And also it's like, do I need to know every detail about Mariah Carey's autobiography in order for this movie to make any goddamn sense? No. Because, I, yeah. Okay. And did you notice this? This is something that I found out while they were making the movie. They were like writing about it in magazines or something. Yeah. Um, Is that every time Billy leaves the house, she has a sparkle of paint somewhere on her. I was wondering what the fuck that was. I was like, does she have a tattoo? Does Mariah have a tattoo of just a sparkle ribbon piece? No, that's like a part of her glitter character. And I'm oh. like, okay, people in the 80s were not taking paint. That's like, what would you call it? The, like sort of a silver metallic, right? Metallic. Yeah. People aren't taking metallic paint on and their just, body in the 80s. And as putting far it in one, it's, 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 it is a single streak. It never on looks her good. Shoulder. It looks weird, right? It looks like a mistake. It looks like, oh, you got paint on you. Yeah. It looks you know? like, oh, yesterday, did you make a sculpture? <laughs> <laughs> a scene I would have loved to have yeah. seen, by the way. If someone just asked her, her that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Silk would say that. Oh, were you making yeah. a sculpture? No, I want to see. I want to see Billy Frank making a sculpture. <laughs> That's how she relaxes, yeah. and she just makes these like beautiful, gorgeous sculptures and yeah. paints them all silver and gets paint all over her fucking body. It's funny because as I was watching it on my phone, I had some pasta sauce like right above her breast, and I was like. Oh, she's got like a splotch uh-huh. and that stupid silver thing. <laughs> but she just had the silver thing. The splotch was on my phone. <laughs> You're like, she added to it. I was now like, she's well, does she have marinara. all these tattoos? All these weird abstract tattoos. Yeah. Exactly. She's she's also a, a fettuccine chef <laughs> and a sculptress. Uh-huh. And those are just sides of her we never get to see. I knew she was three-dimensional. Yeah, see, these are 
these are the character traits that they wrote out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, most yeah. likely. I'm sure this is all very true to Mariah Carey, too. <laughs> She's a pasta-making sculptress. Okay, so she meets Dice. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they both are kind of putting on this New York thing where they're like, Hey, uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's like very general, like tough New York, Brooklyn, blah, 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 blah. New York, I'm from New York. New York. Where are you from? I'm from New York. I'm also yeah. from New York. Yeah, uh -huh, we're from exactly. the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but I mean, he just, he looks like he went to private school. <laughs> you know, it, it's just, there's no way this man is not British. Oh, you know what I want to say is yeah. she said in her book that she wanted that part to be played by Terrence Howard. So that she uh, would, well, that would wouldn't that have that been so been different perfect. and better. Or any any other actor who is actually like maybe from Brooklyn. They exist. Yes. And has that accent or a little bit. Yeah. You know? Or, it's just like, why did you get this British dude? to completely try to transform himself into something he clearly has no understanding of. Right. And, yeah. Uh, I guess he's like a struggling DJ guy, right? He yeah. plays at the clubs. It would have kind of added something if she was um, trying to have a relationship with a guy who's black, I'd say. And yeah. that's what the studio didn't want. See, there were oh, always I see, I see. Tommy Mottola yeah. and then like whoever was doing stuff with this movie was also like, well, we still don't want you to. Yeah. Okay, so this is her project and they continue to try to whiteify her the same way. Is this Tommy Mottola doing it again? Or I don't think we know. And I think yeah. Mariah would say it's Tommy Mottola, but like we don't actually know at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it could be for many and sundry reasons, at least, you know, is this was 2000, right? Yeah, when it was being made. Yeah, yeah. I, ugh. I I couldn't say what they were trying to do, but it doesn't seem like out of the ballpark. They would be like, it has to be a white guy. I know. Yeah, exactly. Because also, like, there is no um, conflict with them getting together. You know, yeah, it's all just mm -hmm. like fine. Like, I guess if you want to think about it, like, hey, girl, maybe you shouldn't be signing a contract to have like a record deal and make all your first songs with this guy that you're also going to like bang. Yeah. But yeah. Well, do they have a contract? Because what happens is Dice has to like basically buy her from Terrence Howard. Oh yeah, for $100,000. Right. Terrence Howard and is it's... like, "Well, I had this whole thing where she's Millie Vanilli." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is it's just like well, I assume she has like some kind of employment contract that you would have to buy her out of if you wanted to take over I like know. her career. Right. And so, but it's presented like he's selling her, like he's peddling her flesh to him. And it's like all very seamy. I'm like, no, he's probably just buying out her contract. Yeah. You we know? don't even know if she ever had a we contract. We don't know. Cause it's just like, give me a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And, and Terrence Howard yeah. is like, I guess this like gangster guy or like, you know, like mob. He's, he's He's just seamy and very, like I said, very intense all the time. Yeah, He's always staring you straight in the eye. I, I got to tell you, this is peak Terrence Howard because he is cute as a button. <laughs> He's adorable. He is. He's, He's got so those cute. nice green eyes. He's got those green eyes and just like that sweet little face. 
<laughs> I just want to bite it. I do. I just want to bite it. It's so cute. And oh. uh, clearly Terrence Howard and the woman who plays Billy's mother are just like the superior actors in this film. I know. There's no other like names in it. Yeah. I'm trying to. Oh, you know what name there is, though? Anne Magnuson. And nobody is going to know who she is. But she was like. She was on like the New York sort of avant-garde cabaret scene for years and years and years. Oh, really? And um, yeah, so she's like a particular favorite of mine. I'm looking but, um, at and she, the list. She must play a small role. Oh no, her! I plays, know who she, she plays, is. She's in like it's Kelly stuff. with the hair. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, she's so cool. I love her. And in this, she's kind of like she's she's a force for the record company that wants her to be like ever more sexy and alluring, and you know, yeah. I guess like, in Dice's, she's at that yeah. um, music video shoot, and she has on a bikini. Mariah. Yeah. And then she yeah. has like a wrap. <laughs> like, a like a silk wrap. Like a silk wrap. Yeah. And they're like, take this off. And then she's just in a bikini. And even though Mariah Carey's beautiful and has a wonderful body, she's like, I'm embarrassed. Yeah. 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 But then she's not embarrassed anymore. Once Dice is like, I don't want you looking like a, he doesn't say this literally, but it's I don't want you looking like a whore. Yeah. Um. She's like, but wait, what if I want to look like a whore? This is what I have to do to succeed. It's kind of like that. And that is very autobiographical for Mariah Carey, oh, I think. OK. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. Yeah. OK. So, you know how last week on the pod uh-huh. we talked about how Jaguar Wright Alleges yes. that yeah. Mariah Carey's career begins because she, you know, gives Tommy Mottola a blowjob. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. in press and stuff where she's talking about her life, is and in her book, you know, is always yeah. like, oh, I never. I never had sex on the first day. I wouldn't even like she made Nick Cannon wait till they were married. Okay. You know? That's what she yeah. always says. Mm-hmm. I don't totally think that's true. I think that's because she knows that the rumor is that she yeah. got a career from like Tommy Matola and like maybe mm-hmm. not being. Yeah. I could see it being six of one half dozen of the other where it's like people really kind of malign her for like, you know, quote unquote, sleeping her way to the top uh-huh. with Tommy Matola. Yeah. But also like she might have seen it as like she probably did like you have to take me out on three dates and then I'll fuck you and you can help me with my career. You know, I can kind of see that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm just like, who cares? Like, yeah, no, honestly, it does not matter. Yeah. It does not matter. Yeah. At least the, because at least the talent is there. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, this is, as we were talking about last week, this is kind of the only way that it works for women. Right. In that industry. It's like there is like the expectation of some sort of sexual congress. Well, and that's what I thought was interesting with the Billy character getting with the Dice character. Because they yeah. still made it a love story, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, and it, they made it a love story where like she kind of... um initiates it because she asks like when he takes her out to dinner as a celebration for whatever the fuck uh, is yeah date date yeah exactly and she says that like she's from new york she's like so you were yeah is this a date you are a million times more expressive than her though 
I know. <laughs> I mean. Can I ask a question? Oh, now we're at dinner. Okay, here we go. Why'd you get me a rose? I just thought it'd be something nice. It's a rose, why? No, it's just that, you know, it's a single red rose and you picked me up in a limo and you got all that cologne on, so I just, I was just wondering. Wondering what? Is this a date? No, this, this is not a date. If, if this was a date, then you, you would know about it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. What's this? Oh, this is a scargot. Snails. It's, it's like a French delicacy. To us. To us. I gotta pick something up. You, you wanna come up? Oh for a yeah, that old line. I gotta pick something up. Uh, you wanna come up for a right. minute? And she's like, Yeah. No. Come on, stop being so paranoid. Because Mariah's she a good has girl. To you see? Nail that in. Drill it. Yeah. Drill it. Five minutes. That's all. Listen to that music. Five minutes. Three. Three. Uh. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So he convinces her to come up, and he's got, of course, like this gorgeous industrial loft in a very. It looks to be like a very like hip warehousey neighborhood. Yeah, it's what every apartment in New York yeah. is actually like. Yeah, exactly. It's very spacious mm-hmm. and has all like lots of shiny appliances and really um, great tall windows. Mm-hmm. There's almost too much. Room. Yeah. There's too much room. I mean, sometimes I'm like, where do I, what am I, I got to fill this place with stuff. How large do my curtains need to be? Yeah, Yeah. seriously. Um, I will say though, when he brings her upstairs, he's not creepy at all, which is nice. Like he does a nice job at not being creepy. He really does. Uh, Even though I think he waits for her to kiss him. Yeah. Yeah. He's very much the gentleman. If I recall correctly for much of their relationship, I kind of checked out. I know there's nothing. There's there's no, utter lack of chemistry. It's like, Oh, opposite think, polarities. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, too. yeah. I, I just feel like there, uh, there was nothing between them. But also, there's no conflict in the story. Like, the conflict comes later. But she doesn't really struggle against anything. Basically, it's just no, like. No, she doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> no, everything's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. Everything's great always. Always. Yeah. Everything kind of works out, even if it's sometimes slight bummer. Oh, they have sex. Oh, okay. They wake up, they look at each other. Then he's in the studio. she does her hair she's like mm-hmm. putting, she's putting hair things in weird places doesn't say the 80s to me though we could do an entire episode about her hair in this movie. and her choice of wardrobe yeah oh and her choice of wardrobe because i think when um remember the, there's the scene where they're in sort of some kind of, I don't want to say a Chinatown, but it's like some kind of Asian town in New York. I don't yeah, know. Which it one. looks like 
they're there right now where I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and they and hear they, the song on the radio? Is they that hear it? the song on the radio. Yeah. She is in a side pony, God help me, and like some sort of pink uh-huh. leotardy top. And he's in this like white sweater. It makes absolutely no sense. This entire time, they've both been like like New Yorker, slick, and like sort of like sleek black outfits. And all of a sudden, they're like Midwestern tourists. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's really weird. And then a few scenes later, uh-huh. she and him are like having a a serious discussion over the keyboard. And she just got out of the shower. Oh, I'm my God. 50 minutes no, I know exactly where you are. And she's I'm like, here. oh, so I never knew where my mom went. But and did just... you did you take in any? Uh, can we we have to put this song in as a clip because uh-huh. it's bonkers. Oh, oh, oh the and... whole time in this scene, do you know what I was thinking? What? Mariah is showing the camera one side of her face, which is what she does now. All the time. She does it to a noticeable degree because she uh, claims to only have one good side. And they kept being like, is this the good side or the bad side? It must be the good side. Only Mariah would agree to show this one side of her face for this long if it were the good side. Yeah. But then later we see the other side of her face for a while. And I'm like, this must have been before she got really crazy about that. She has a really beautiful face on all sides. I mean, yeah, she's very, she very overplucked cute. her eyebrows too much. They're a little. Oh, too I didn't round notice that. I'll have to take a look. I just know in like the scene that we're talking about, where she's like, "I never knew." Like my mom left me, and I had this. Oh, she has a dream where um, she has this dream where her mom is watching. While she sings her, uh, that old song they sang at the beginning, um, like at a big venue or something. And, uh, her, I guess her, her mom like finally comes up to her. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And, you know, sees her as the big star that she is. And uh, th- that's the content of the scene, which is done while Mariah has, like, is supposedly crying. Yeah. With wet hair, like she just got out of the shower or something. Yeah. 
So I kind of have a theory about that. It's like, I think people like the people making this knew like Mariah can't really cry, but we need things to look at least wet. So they just like sprayed her hair down like she got out of the shower because that would make her look more sad. Yeah. I they were like, we really want to put tears on your face. And she was like, no. And they were like, can we no. put it in your hair, though? <laughs> exactly. She's like, fine. Fine. That's yeah. fine. Mm. And then she's like holding this little ring and she's looking at it and she's, like you said, quote unquote, crying. Yeah. 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 Um, so this is the part, I guess. I think she's like revealing uh-huh. something to Dice about her history, which is that like her mom left her. Yeah. Her yeah. mom abandoned her. And mm-hmm. that's probably like now her one driving force is to like find her mom. But are they living together at this point? Because I think like he the asked- relationship is far enough along where he would know this by now. Right. Like they've been together for a while. I mean, wouldn't you kind of like lead with that? Yeah. And she's sitting there going early in the through stuff. Like, yeah, I think you're right. I think she just moved in. She's going through her stuff. Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, oh I'm yeah. reminded of my mother. But we got to talk about that song. The song that she wrote at the piano? Yes. Because there's one line in it, which is absolutely insane. Yeah, she's got a side pony again for this scene. Jesus Christ. Okay. I think we're going into it. I'll turn it up. Yeah. Yeah. Reflections of your have come to wither. to give me up before you gave me life. Are you fucking kidding me? That's a weird fucking line, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to listen to the rest of it? Do you? Okay. Yeah. It's not a great song. No, not a bit. It's like, it's such a meandering kind of song. Also, I want to know because you are a singer. Yeah. What? I think at some point I heard that Mariah does this thing where she, like, she basically oversings. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, she does a lot of what's called melisma which is like sort of like that you know r&b gospel thing where it's like you know you uh, don't just sing the note you kind of like do whoopty woos and roulades flourishes exactly but um i'll say and, this okay oh uh, mariah carey she has a beautiful instrument she is not a good 
and she's musical in her phrasing. She's not a good singer. Her voice is all tricks. Oh. Yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a great tone. That's the thing. Um, but the way she sings is like, not does, does never, never sounds healthy to me. It's like breathy. And then when she does do a lot of like movement with her voice, it's just, it sounds very much like, it sounds very tense to me. So Mm -hmm. I've just, I've never thought I, I always have a problem listening to her as a singer because it just makes me stressed. Uh, I could see that. Yeah. So those are my thoughts about Mariah. Yeah. There are times where I'm like, can you just sing normal? (laughs) Yeah. No, that's the thing. Can you just, yeah. Cause it's all tricks. It's all like, and then breathy, breathy, breathy. And then I'm going to go a little while. And then when she, when she belts in a particular part of her range, then it's like that I like. Then I'm like, okay, smooth sailing, as long as you're like, you know, up by a G or A, and then we're good. But a G ray? A G or A, I think, oh, okay. in her range, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like you just start to belt. Yeah. So I see, like, even in that scene where she's um, trying to show Dice that she's the singer and she's walking out of the room, I'm like, too yeah. much, girl, too much. Yeah, seriously. You know? Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's always just a little too much. It's like, what do you gotta prove? You got a great voice, Mariah. Yeah. Tone it down. Then she's asking that lady about like where her mom is, and the mom's like, I mean, the caseworker oh. is like, we don't have any records. And she's like, Yeah. Oh. And we do, we don't even get like a shot of like where she's going, like the department yeah, who's she of people. asking. She's like at the department of people you wanna find. It's just some general yeah general like you know social services government facility yeah and she's talking to a woman in a sweater i guess i'm like is she at the orphanage is the orphanage supposed to be like oh maybe it is impeccable records for you people who weren't wanted (laughs) yeah but they don't have impeccable records because they have no record of her mother she's like we just kind of lose track of her right yeah she's like that's true but after a certain point She's just gone. Sorry. Oh, you did so much better at that part. <laughs> we just got a lost track of her. Yeah. Anyway, it's time for me to have my cigarette break. Yeah, exactly. Hope you find your mom. Bye. <laughs> Best of luck to you. This is what yeah. I say to everybody, actually. We don't know where anybody is. We don't even have a computer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all just paper in front. What am I supposed to do with paper? <laughs> I can't find your mother with all this paper in front of me. Uh, we had someone last week and she just didn't know the alphabet. So nothing's in order. Yeah. But but in the actual movie, one thing I did notice is like uh, um, Mariah, Billy, gets sort of like pissy when she's like, so you can't find my mom. And then she sort of like kind of flounces, not flounces off. It's like she all but flips her hair at the woman. Mm-hmm. But the woman like gives her, she's like, looks at her with such a look of concern. Yeah. Uh, like as the last shot where it's just like, you can tell she really hopes that Billy Frank finds her mother. Oh, I really hope you find your mother. I think I'm going to have a second cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's for you, girl. Yeah, exactly. Smoke one out for you. I will say... A lot of this movie is Mariah trying to look sad. She really, oh, she really does try with the sadness, but she's it's just trying. She, 
It's not. She, oh, she, that's the. She's that's, trying so hard. Yeah. She really is. But it's just not happening. And I think they knew it because she has. I think one of the reasons we get no information about her backstory or anything in this is like, they're like, just give her as few lines as possible. Um, She is so defensive in her book. Oh, really? I about, should really like, her play acting? you a clip of oh. everything. Oh, I can't. I would love that, honestly. Really? The saga of making glitter was a collision of bad luck, bad timing, and sabotage. The soundtrack and film. That's Mariah. As all the glitter. I love her and speaking I voice. Began to work on the project in 1997. We had to put it on hold for several years so I could fulfill more pressing obligations to Columbia. While I had significant creative control over the soundtrack, I had virtually none when it came to the film. The initial concepts I developed for the story were almost entirely rewritten. I started working on the script with my acting coach and Kate Lanier, who had written What's Love Got to Do with It. She's such a talented and gifted writer, and I really trusted her. But every day, we kept getting more and more studio notes. Tommy could not give up control, especially now that I was doing what I had always dreamed of and he had always feared, acting. Glitter was being produced by Columbia Pictures, which was owned by Sony, which connected it to Tommy. The chair of Columbia Pictures at the time referred to him while we worked as the white elephant in the room. That silent, invisible force we could not discuss. Anything that might have pushed the envelope that would have made it an R-rated or even PG-13 rated movie was swiftly vetoed. Yeah, did you hear her say uh, they didn't want to add anything that would make it PG-13 or R? So like this yeah. movie is rated PG. Oh my God. No wonder. I know. You know what this, you know what this movie kind of reminds me of? In the Room. Oh, where it's yeah. like, like in every scene, there's just something doesn't make it's weird or it doesn't make sense plot wise or it's completely. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's very like and for some reason, I remembered it at this point in the movie because it just this is where it like starts to get like kind of shambolic. Well, well, the word of the day is the word of the day is shambolic. Usually I've seen it related to like a performance and usually it's like disorganized, erratic, distracted, and just like, just a whole mess, just a big old mess of a show. Yeah. Her lead single off of the soundtrack in the movie Uh is called lover boy. Okay. And it's, it's like supposed to go both. It's supposed to be like Mariah Carey single. And also it's for the movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she sampled a song from the 80s um, called Firecracker. And as they're like making it and putting it together and it's getting okayed, she mm-hmm. finds out that Tommy Mottola went behind her back and sampled Firecracker, like gave this song that sam- – a different song that samples Firecracker oh, okay. to J-Lo because oh. Tommy Mottola signs J-Lo and then essentially – according to Mariah is kind of yeah. like modeling JLo's career after Mariah. Like, yeah, that's when JLo got that blonde hair. Uh-huh. And then, um, Oh, okay. Yeah. And so Mariah yeah. would do these interviews and she would be like, mm-hmm. Mariah, who calls herself Supergirl, says she often sleeps just three hours a night. When told Lopez claimed to get eight, Mariah said, quote, if I had the luxury of not actually having to sing my own songs, I'd do that too. She would just be like, Oh, I bet it was really 
mentally stimulating talking to JLo, wasn't it? I mean, oh, she wow. Got a lot to say. <laughs> I mean, she can't even sing, you know? Yeah, she can't. Oh, okay, Mariah, she can't sing, but she can't act. <laughs> yeah. So she's got a that little, on you. She's a little bit better. Though. Yeah, she's a little um, bit better in the acting department. Yeah. So yeah. JLo released that single first. Okay. Um, and so she kind of like, it made Mariah crazy. She had to like go back and like get a new sample to use basically that like made it eighties fied. Okay. I'm real. Um, remix, which she did with Ja Rule. And so also on the glitter soundtrack, um, Mariah did a song with Ja Rule and it sounded a lot like either this song or another JLo song. And so like that also got scrapped because yeah. hers was coming out later. So it would look like she was copying JLo. Oh my God. Yeah. Tommy Mottola is screwing her six ways to Sunday. Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause that's normal to be like, okay, you've done a sample. Like you do the song for the movie and then you release it as a single and he's totally screwing her over on that. So she, he like, he's destroying that marketing opportunity for her. Like, I would go crazy, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, was the idea, like, she felt, like, hemmed in, like, she couldn't act because, like, like she said, Tommy Mottola was always the elephant in the room. And so it was, like, that was hampering her performance? Probably. Okay. probably. No excuse. I know. It, in my like, opinion. It's not... like, you either, you either can or you can't, you know? Yeah. Or you yeah. do or you don't. Yeah. I mean, I can see where the script gets screwed over by him but the thing is it's like the the script has nothing to do with like she could have acted her part better yeah the script still would have been shit but like she could have done something with it yeah and Mm -hmm. in 2018 um the lamely which is what she calls her fans you know the lambs oh oh really yeah the lamely yeah she calls them the lambs and then she Uh makes it like we're all in a, a happy lamely. <laughs> That's so. Yeah. It's really cute and really strange, and I love it. <laughs> so she was like, in 2018, uh, they got this hashtag going called Justice for Glitter, which uh-huh. was only, I guess, for the soundtrack and not Justice for the movie. I don't really oh, know. Okay. Because yeah. they made the um, the album go to number one on streaming. If you look at the comments, because this movie is available on YouTube, I think that's the only forum in which it's available. Yeah, we couldn't even find it to yeah. um, to rent on Amazon yeah. or, you know. Yeah, but I mean, if you look at the comments, like all of them are just like, Mariah was brilliant. Like she got, she was really underrated as an actress. This is a really good film and like nobody appreciates it. A lot of, there's a lot of glitter love out there for sure. Mm. Yeah. Thanks to the Lamely. We have to get to the um the denouement of the movie. The denouement. Oh, well, first the climax because what happens is oh. so cuz yeah, <laughs> is that is that the sound of dice getting shot by no. Terrence Howard? <laughs> he was like, "It's the sound oh. of a climax." Yeah. <laughs> Is that your climax? Oh, 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 good. What's mine? 
No, no, no. Let me let me get there. I, I have to do this method wise. Oh, are you gonna- <laughs> that's mine. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That sounded real. Mariah and Dice are like on the outs because Dice. Oh, this is what happens. Billy has been uh, offered a really great gig at like singing one of her songs at this like big award show. Mm hmm. And at the rehearsal, she sees, um, I can't even remember the character's name, but it's uh, the actor is Eric Benet. And he's sort of like another musical star who's like bigger than her. And he's like playing this like beautiful song at a piano and he looks like super hot and he's got like dreads. And uh, like, oh, obviously right. there's obviously there's like a little chemistry between them, at least in theory. Um, and uh, so... I guess they do the award show. It goes great. And so they're at the after party and Dice is getting, I guess we're supposed to assume that Dice is getting drunk because Mariah goes to talk to Eric Benet and um, there's like, obviously that sort of sexual tension. And he's like, I really want to work on something with you. And she's like, Oh my God, I can't believe it. You're so cool. And he's like, um, she's like, he's like, do you write your own stuff? And she's like, Oh my God, yes, I do. Do you want to hear it? He's like, yes, I do. <laughs> That's the scene verbatim. Oh and, my uh, God. Yes, I do. do <laughs> and he's like, Oh my God, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. And then, so dice comes up to them. And basically, like, you know, is angry and pulls uh, Billy out of the party. And then it's just like a he's like a real dick from then on mm. until they have some sort of like parting of the ways. Yeah. And she moves out and goes back to her friends. She goes yeah. back and is like, oh, it didn't work out. And I'm back now, guys. Yeah. And they're like, we're so happy to have you. And throughout this whole movie they're getting shafted left and right like they're getting like removed as her backup singers and dancers and made fun of for being like debrat you know is being made fun of for being heavy all the time yeah yeah (laughs) yeah they get into a fight because he's like he calls debrat a fat ass (laughs) and that's the final straw oh my god and then she like gets out of the car and like you know her two I see her crying, like, in the apartment and him with his shirt off trying to talk to her. His shirt is always off. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like a he, fuck boy. Yeah. When they're at the award show, he's, like, basically in a shirt that is completely unbuttoned. <laughs> is yeah, that 80s? It's just, uh, no. It's just any excuse to show his body, which, while firm, is not remarkable. Yeah, and right? it's very uh, hypocritical of him to be like, you yeah. look like a slut. It's like, yeah. well, what do you look like? It, it's showing his nips all over town. All over town. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need to see that. Thanks, Valerie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I know that then she kind of just leaves. And when she's outside, she sees like a homeless woman singing. And she's like, Mom? Oh, that <laughs> part, which is crazy. The lady? You know I was totally confused because that lady, the actress, looks you know, a is lot si- like is singing with her mom's voice and then looks a ton like the actress playing yeah. her mom, but like who has hit the skids, well, obviously. Yeah, and like time yeah. has passed. We don't know where her mom is, and she did have a drug and alcohol problem, so she could be on the street and she could look weathered. Like it could be yeah. her. I guess it well, makes sense why Billy would do a double take. 
Yeah. But, we're, but we as an audience are like, is it? Yeah, because I originally thought this was like the one cool scene in the movie where uh-huh. like Billy and her m- mother see each other but decide not to acknowledge each other. Oh. Right? <laughs> Which is just like a real <laughs> kind of like fucked up thing, but it's just like. Wouldn't yeah, that they, like, be interesting? Each- yeah, exactly. Like yeah, Billy, because like now Billy's rich and famous. Yeah, exactly. And she'd yeah. be like, mm-hmm. I'm making a yeah. face. That's no, like, yeah, you're gross. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, and then like you know, uh, unhomed singing lady, uh, sort of like gives her a double take too. And I was like, well, you think you're all shit, and yeah, you're not. and she's like, you're yeah. not. I have There's the like- secret <laughs> to happiness. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I can. Yeah. So um, and I can belt. Yeah. Oh my god. No, she's the the woman who plays Lillian Frank because I think it's her voice, like. Mm-hmm. grafted onto this homeless woman um great like seriously great voice mm. wonderful singer she was like a big musical theater person back in the day okay she was like a singer and a dancer so she's had like a big broadway career the woman who plays her mother that makes sense yeah yeah and she's like she's back in his apartment taking out groceries and talking to, like yelling as if he's like somewhere in the house and she's like we got it you know got to do this later and she's putting fruit in a bowl and then terrence howard suddenly appears in their apartment and serious music yeah terrence howard is like something something a hundred thousand dollars yeah and she's like well i didn't know about that but she does she doesn't seem angry about it so i'm not sure how how are we supposed to feel about this hundred thousand dollar deal that they made this movie's really hard to get a grasp of isn't it it's this part especially it's a it's a real mushy middle well he's basically like someone owes me a hundred thousand dollars and she's like why don't you ask the label and he's like, yeah yeah i'm gonna grab your face yeah oh oh god he does he grabs her face and she does not react no she can't yeah he just lets lets him grab her face then dice is home and she is upset very upset with him and he goes he was in our house exactly he was in our house it was and then he goes out and um finds terrence howard and beats him up like really badly oh he went to prison i mean jail oh he goes to yeah he goes to jail and um they let him out yeah, and they say something on the news that she was at Late Night Live about to perform. Oh, so it's supposed to be I like see. she's at Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and instead, I do remember she goes and like fucking bails him out, I guess. Yeah, I, and I do remember the newscaster in this scene, like, looks like a deer frozen in the headlights. It's so, it's very strange. I know, like a movie like this should at least have like a good sex scene. It it does have a sex scene earlier, and you know what we get to see? Ain't no sex though. It's no, <laughs> what do we well, see? there's no there's no sex. All we see is like they start making out, and then it like pans to this sort of like weird like window sort of thing. So you're seeing them through this like window, oh, but all you can really see is like. Um, Mariah's white granny panties. That's all I remember is Mariah's white granny panties reflected through that window. Sexual. 
Yeah, wow. it's, it's so sexy. And then, yeah, the next scene is them just like in bed talking about their lives. After that news report, they're at home having a fight. I think this is when she moves out. Oh, okay. Got it. You made a deal with him. And then he said, he's going to hurt me. And she's like, she is. I mean, I think she's justified. She's like, you guys are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do think the idea is to be that she's like offended by the fact that like he basically like bought her from yeah. Terrence Howard. But yeah, right. It, and it's I, I guess. But it like, really girl, read. we don't know what your deal with Terrence Howard was. Uh, apparently they didn't have a contract. He just oh, sold her like property. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what we were supposed to glean from that. Okay. Well, it is the yeah. 80s. Yeah, that that's true. That's true. You know. The last bastion of one women were property. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know, but uh, I'm going to blame the 80s. And like stupid men. Uh, every man every man in this is a fucking slime ball, dice included. Mm-hmm. Because he like he becomes like a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always thought, and then we're supposed to forgive him. I know because he gets murdered. Yeah, well, and also he's like he's sweet because he also uh, prior to him getting murdered, I guess. Okay, so Billy books Madison Square Garden, mm-hmm. and then like he breaks into her apartment, I believe, and starts. No, wait. He's writing a song Mm -hmm. and it's called Billy's song. He writes it on a sheet music and he does like notes and everything. And I guess it's that song that she sang in the beginning where she said she wanted to be aborted. If we recall (laughs) that that's the one. And so he writes it out for her Uh and then in his apartment. And then she, she goes in there. we We will never know when she moved out because she's in and out of his apartment at will whenever she wants to be. Well, I think she storms out on this night that they're having a fight and she just doesn't get all her shit. And so then Maybe. she's she's like back in there when she knows he won't be there. Oh, and, and she sees yeah. the, the sheet music with her song and she like smiles fondly and she kisses the sheet music. Yeah, and like leaves yeah. a mark for him to see so that he'll be exactly. like, oh my God, she was here. Yeah, yeah. And then he's on the way to her big show at Madison Square Venue or whatever they're yeah. calling it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Terrence Howard is like, hey. And he's like, what? And Terrence is like, I'm going to shoot you. And he does. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went. Hey, Dice. And then right before Billy goes on stage, someone goes, Dice got shot. And she goes, yeah. well, on with the show. Yeah. She's more just much. like yeah. in shock. And it's, then okay. we get to see a long traveling shot of basically Mariah Carey's boobs in a beautiful gown <laughs> floating backstage before she goes on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you notice where her boobs they're magnificent, and I think that's what they want me to notice. Okay, well. Yeah. I don't know how I had such a good grasp of Mariah Carey's boobs, but I uh-huh. know 
Yeah. yeah. After she divorced Tommy Matola, she got a new she got new boobs. Oh, and I, okay. I never liked them. I was watching this movie recently and was like, they look great. They're sitting up high. Oh she yeah. Can wear a tank top with no bra. Mm-hmm. But to me, for some reason, as a child, it was uh-huh. obvious to me that they were fake. And I'm looking at them now oh. in today's plastic surgery world, and I think. No, they're not. Like, they're not obviously fake. What was I thinking? I didn't think they were fake. Because sometimes with the fakes, it's like they look like big round softballs. Yeah. And like cleavage, you you can see the the top cleavage. The top pops out real real quick. Like, yeah. (laughs) You're like, a boob doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like sort of bubbles up. Bubbles. Bubbles up into the neck. Yeah. I have to, I have to watch her breasts. <laughs> yeah. You should you should watch her breasts. To the stage. Okay. I'm not even saying that to be prurient. Oh, that is I what they wanted it. me to see. And they were beautiful. They, yes. Okay. She's wearing a sparkly dress. And as she's walking towards the stage, some men are doing some lovely ballet out there. Mm-hmm. And um, she's being escorted by her two best friends who are like, we know your boyfriend just died. Yeah. And she does have a magnificent rack. Yeah. And so I think like this acting is kind of like it makes sense because she is in shock. But then when she goes out there to start (laughs) singing, (laughs) she's like, I am so sad. Yeah. Mariah Carey nails shock. Yeah, which is basically doing nothing. You know, just like not do anything. Exactly. You know, and then, yeah. And then she goes on stage and I guess for her opening number, we don't know if anybody know, like, no. I don't think this was supposed to be her opening number. No, but she just starts singing that song but that first she wrote. She says, oh, what does she say? Hang on. I'm, I'm watching it right now. She almost cries. Yeah. She looks down They're They're applauding. Yeah. And she says, everybody out there. Don't take anybody for granted. And then she looks down. (laughs) You never know when you might lose them. And you may never get a chance to tell them how you really feel. And then she goes into the song. And then she's reflections of a rising man. Yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of like a totally forgettable song. She's not like Billy Frank is not a very good songwriter, in my opinion, until this point. I think that's like the point of this scene. Oh. It's like, oh, I'm finally getting like my music and my voice out there, and I'm inspired by my ex boyfriend's death. Right? <laughs> yeah. She's like, all he had to do was die for me to get the confidence to get my work out. But then, but remember, that's she the gets off stage and they go, <laughs> Billy, did you hear? They called your mom. And she goes, what? And they go, she's living in Maryland. It's It's only a few hours drive. Yeah. Be there by morning. And so she gets in her limo and she doesn't say anything to the driver. And she wakes up in Maryland Uh, where her mom In her gown. She is still in her fucking gown. She does not change. Yeah. And her boobs are... Pushed up to her face. Oh my god! But and she walks into this. Uh, it, it's sort of a country locale, 
And her mother lives in this, like, sort of ramshackle house, like, far, far back with a long driveway. And she sort of, like, walks majestically in her silver sparkly gown and perfect makeup after she's been, like, in a car all night. Yeah. Asleep in a car all night. And uh, her mom comes out. It's a silent moment. And they just hug and they start walking on what looks to be, like, an enormous plot of land. I want to know, like, how... How did you get this, like, it's, like, got to be, like, four acres or something. Because there's an aerial shot at the end where you're, like, oh, and now she's, like, on a farm with her mom. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, her mom looks like um, the olden days. Okay, I guess it is. It really does. It looks like like, it's the 60s. And she Like, she's almost, like, in gingham and is just, like, Uh baking a roast inside. She's, like, oh, my daughter came. I've been waiting this entire time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. she got clean and became a countrywoman. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Which is what you do, you know? Which kind of makes sense. It's like, you know, let's get away from the bad influences yeah. out of that world that was causing your addiction. Out of the city. It. Yeah. Out of the entertainment industry. Yeah. But like, you know, she was broke. I and know. Had to go to rehab. It's like, and all of a sudden she's got like a ramshackle house and a ton of land in the country in Maryland. The taxes alone, Katie. It doesn't the make any alone. sense. Nobody sat down and said, how did she get this land? <laughs> yeah, seriously. She's like, well, once I got clean and sober, you know, uh-huh. I found out I had a whole family I forgot about. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they left that's... me this in their will. Yeah, yeah. But like many things in this movie, that is... It will be a mystery forever. The end. Yeah. No, and it's it is the end. It's like they just. It's like a real soft ending, mm-hmm. and with a like a musical movie, I kind of expect a big number at the end. Like mm-hmm. I would have expected her concert. I would have expected her dream to come true, where they get her mother. She's like not only is like we found your mother. She's alive and she's in the audience tonight. Oh, you know? the actual dream she had. The actual dream thing. Yeah. 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 I would have expected that to sort of like somehow manifest all of the secret. That that yeah, totally. <laughs> that would have tied everything together. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, cuz the dream is so on the nose, you might as well have the dream come true. Yeah. You know. Uh-huh. There's no salvaging this. There's no subtlety in this movie. So why bother? Well, in real life, Mariah Carey's mom was a, like an opera singer. Oh, really? Not like a late night jazz blues singer. Oh, I think I knew that. Yeah. 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 And so uh, with their relationship now and like listening to her audiobook, I just always thought, well, is her mom jealous of her? Because she, you know, is like an A-list singer. Yeah. Mariah never says that. So I don't Mm -hmm. don't know. It's unclear. And I would. And it's not a thing in this movie either. Like once she finds her mom, she's not like, guess what, mom? I'm a famous singer. Yeah. Well, (laughs) you know what I mean? They say nothing to each other. Literally nothing. They just like Mariah sort of cries. Yeah. Once again, you know. Yeah. And, you know. Lillian Frank is now like earth mama of the world and just encloses her in her embrace and they go walking in the country and the end. Anyway, everybody, that was Glitter, a movie I watched one and one third times. I also want to say 
to tie up the Mariah Carey breakdown thing. Oh yeah, do tell. Is um, while she was making this movie, it's really unclear. But I guess she wasn't getting any sleep, and she keeps saying in her book that um, it's because they were overworking her. Oh, okay. And Which I was can like, believe. Yeah, totally. But I also think she was going through a manic episode of bipolar oh. because because at this time there was yeah. Go on. She I think came I know. out. Yeah. She came out kind of a few years ago and said she's bipolar. I okay. think maybe it was a revelation from her book, or she said it right before the book came out, or something. Yeah. But um. She's being overworked. She wasn't getting any sleep. And she um is she made the Lover Boy music video and it only goes to number two. And everyone at Virgin Records is freaking out because she always makes number one hits. Oh, that is reflected in the movie because her first number, like she has a number one hit, and they're like, you really gotta do like a dance tune because it's like it's slipping to number two. You know? How interesting. Yeah, exactly. Like the idea of like something slipping to number two is, oh my God, your career's over now. It's funny because so she doesn't tie those two things together in the book, like art imitating life. It might've just been like a plot device. And so they're like, okay, you have to like quickly make the next music video, which was going to be for this song about being aborted. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so they're planning for her to uh, shoot another music video pretty quickly after the first one. And uh -huh. she's overworked and hasn't had any sleep. And she's like, fuck no, dudes. So she keeps trying to go hide basically from her team. And she's like, okay. I know. I'll go to a hotel in New York. Like she lives in New York. Her penthouse yeah. is there. Mm -hmm. But she's like, I won't be disturbed at this hotel. And then everyone finds out she's there and they come and disturb her and then oh, she's like ah okay. oh, fuck this i'll go visit my friend tots in brooklyn uh -huh. tots tots yeah and I love so it. she goes to brooklyn and they dress her in like a disguise so uh -huh. that she doesn't bring a lot of attention so that she can yeah. walk down the street with her friends but she never takes a nap i don't know it just never happens yeah. see this and is then the they shit find I her again see. Yeah. I know. Oh, wow. They find her I want to see again. this. Yeah. Yeah. And oh so then God. she's like, oh, fuck you guys. <laughs> and so she's like, where can I go? And finally her brother is there. And so she's mixed, right? So her dad was black and her mom is white. Okay. And so uh, a lot of times she's like the only one in her her family that passes for white. Yeah. Is what she yeah. says. Mm -hmm. And so her brother looks like a big black man. And many times when her mom is um, freaked out. Yeah. I don't know. Her mom uh -huh. calls the cops on her kids a lot. It sounds wow. like. Wow. Oh, my God. And her sister and her brother have like not the cleanest history. Like her brother yeah. has been a drug dealer. Her sister has been a prostitute. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, uh, she got raised in kind of a different atmosphere than them. So mm -hmm. it turned out different for her. But um, Interesting. So her brother's there. And no, I don't know when her brother gets there. She basically then goes, okay, I know where I should go to get some rest. My mom's house in Westchester. City and my actual home. I didn't have my driver. I was with Morgan and my mother would be coming back any minute. They could be poisonous and manipulative together. 
I felt myself swinging back and forth out of the house and back to the shack. I was in their world now. The house smelled of calamity and dog hair. I scanned the clutter and disarray. I never liked the way my mother kept the house. That's why I always had cleaning staff for her. Like my father, I've always liked things really clean. Mess causes anxiety for me. I began to put things in order, an activity I commonly do to recenter myself. I thought if I could bring some order to the chaos in the house, even in a small way, that I could stay in my body. But I kept slipping. I'm not helpless, I told myself. This was the beautiful house I had bought, created, and managed as an adult. I was not a little girl in a haphazard shack. I can bring order to this. But God, I was so tired. I knew it would help to ground me if I focused on a simple task, washing the dishes. That would work. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do the dishes, I thought. I'm going to eat off a clean plate, then I'm going to go to sleep. Reaching to turn on the faucet, I suddenly remembered. Six days. I haven't slept more than two hours in six days. My hands trembled as I tried to begin the task I'd set for myself. All I could hear was my heart slamming inside my chest. What am I doing? Washing the dishes. Right. After what seems like an eternity, I finally got one plate done and placed it in the rack. Next, I picked up a sudsy bowl, but I felt it slip through my fingers and clatter to the floor. I tried again. I got one done. I dropped one. Now I had to clean up the dish and water on the floor. And there was, I should Google this, mm -hmm. a story of her getting, um, like, basically going to a mental facility. The story was that she was at home, like, trying to cut herself. Okay. And in her book, she's like, no, I was just trying to wash dishes and I was overtired mm -hmm. and I broke one. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then she says, and her mom calls the cops because... She's pissed. She's like, you just woke me up. And her mom's like, well, I didn't know. I was trying to do the best I could. And Mariah's like, you try to do the best you can. Try to do the best you can all the time. And yeah. I don't know. Her mom calls the cops on her. So oh then my the God. cops show up uh -huh. and she's talking to them about where she should go. Yeah. And she agrees to go to a spa. But they okay. take her to a mental health facility. And she's like, this oh, isn't what I agreed they to. They switch. Yeah, they got her good. I don't know, though. Like, it, uh, part of me is like, this is what you thought was going on? They're like, sure, Mariah. Yes, yeah. you're going to the golden door. You're going to the spa. You're going to run and jump and play. Yeah, so she gets there and she signs herself in. Yeah. And once she okay. does that, she can't sign herself out. So she committed herself under false pretenses is what it sounds like she's saying. Yeah. And like they lied to her. They had her sign some papers to like get into the spa. But mm -hmm. actually, no, it's a mental hospital. And now you're on like a hold of some kind. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. And I'm wondering if the mm -hmm. real story is maybe somewhere in between where she was yeah. having a manic episode. Maybe she yeah. did just break a dish, but everyone around her was like, hey. Yeah. You yeah. look like. It's not going so well, you know? Well, what I'm wondering is when she broke the dish and maybe as she was cleaning it up, she's like she got some herself. blood on her. I she know. cut herself and got blood on her. And then she's like, I mean, she hasn't slept. So after that, she's just like, I'm exhausted. I just need to go to bed. And she probably, her mother finds her in bed covered in blood and is like, oh my God, I need to like call somebody to help her. So she calls the cops. Yeah. Cause what do you do? You call 911 or something? Yeah. And then I, you know, I could imagine Mariah, like, not, 
due to lack of sleep, not really being totally coherent. And so I'm just Googling, was Mariah Carey trying to self-harm? Okay, reports. Mariah Carey had hysterics in hotel. So this is August 3rd, 2001. Mind you, the album is released September 11th. Hours before she was hospitalized for an emotional breakdown, Mariah Carey reportedly went into violent hysterics, smashing glasses and dishes in her New York hotel suite. But a spokeswoman insists the pop star did not attempt to kill or harm herself. Okay. Carrie, 31, was taken to a hospital in suburban Westchester County, north of New York City, early on July 26, after suffering what her publicist called an emotional and physical breakdown. She later moved to a facility in Connecticut. Carrie's handlers have blamed the meltdown on exhaustion and stress of her hectic schedule. She had been making appearances in London and New York to promote her upcoming film debut in Glitter and the companion soundtrack. According to the New York Post, Carrie was staying at a suite in the Tribeca Grand Hotel in Manhattan when her bodyguards heard a commotion. Mm-hmm. The star reportedly broke down in hysterics and began breaking scores of dishes and glasses in the kitchenette. At some point during her outburst, Carrie cut her foot, newspaper said. Berger acknowledged that Carrie did suffer cuts to her body, but said those injuries were accidental. She did break some dishes and glasses, and she may have stepped on them. Berger denied Carrie had attempted suicide. Uh, She said Carrie had asked to be with her mother, and her bodyguards took her to Patricia Carey's home in Westchester County. Yeah. Mrs. Carrie called 911 because she needed help controlling Mariah. Oh, okay. Quoted Berger as saying, Yeah. At no time did she tell police that Mariah was going to kill herself. Ex husband denies he tried to hinder Carrie. Yeah. Tommy Matola. Um, also, well, this was at a time when she could communicate directly with her fans from her website. Mm-hmm. She would like call and leave voice messages. Holy shit. And there's to her one, fans, to like random yeah. people. Oh my God. Yeah. Like she had something set up where she would like leave a voicemail and it would like be on her website for her fans. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. And I remember playing like there was one that made news because she was like, I just don't understand what's going on. Like she just says that a lot. Wow. So she basically has like a meltdown on one of these voicemail messages. Yeah. Do you want to listen to it? Yeah. 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 Let's. So basically, all I really want to say is I don't know what's going on with life and I hope all the fans are good and um, I just want you to know that I'm trying to understand things in life right now and so I really don't feel that I should be doing music right now and I just want everyone to understand that and that's really true so um, if I don't make music it's not because I don't want to for you fans and if I um I have two phones in my ear. I'm not saying defeated because I'm not defeated. I'm just going to do this for me. And I know that the people who care about me will care about me. But I just can't trust anybody anymore right now because I don't understand what's going on. So, because I'm not watching TV, I'm just literally trying to get out of this room. And uh, I don't know if that makes any sense to anybody. But the truth is, I am calling to say that I love you to my fans. I hope this message gets to you. I'm not going to be, uh, you're going to, Glitter's going to be out soon, and you're going to have that, and then I'm going to be taking some time off. 
I can't reach you, Barry, so I'd like to say that, Nancy, I will record and stuff. It's just that I needed some time off, but nobody was really giving it to me. And I feel that that's only because um, <clears throat> of the situation that we've been dealing with for a while and that my managers were a little upset about it and they were trying to press on and get through it, but that didn't work. And so it's nobody's fault, really. It's just that I got, I worked, um, an incident took place that I'm not trying to have any bad karma surrounding by telling people's names. And uh, what I would like to do is just take a little break or at least get one night of sleep without someone popping up about a video or a thing. When all I really want to do is be me, and that's what I should have done in the first place, but somebody had me, people, whatever. I allowed myself to be a little bit too paranoid about life. And life is for living, so that's how deep this is. So if anybody gets this that really cares, just do me a favor, close the record, close the management company down that I own. And I'm going to lie here, wait for it to happen. Not that anybody cares, probably sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but, um,. I can't reach anybody on the phone I'm at, so that's where we're at. So, fans, I love you. We're going to do it again, and um, we're going to do it. We're going to make it, and if I take a little time off, that's cool. And that's all I'm saying. Lambs, you know how I love you. And um, everything is great. All right? Bye. She sounds, first of all, she sounds exhausted. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't really make out a lot of what was going on because no. it's, like, so muffled. Oh, but it's sorry. Like she just I mean, keeps that- Oh, no. And it is just, a phone yeah. call from 2001, you know. In my hearing sucks. But um, it just keeps on going and going mm-hmm. and going. Mm-hmm. And it's it's like I can see it, not a doctor, as like a bipolar thing. Because it's like you, she's just talking a lot. She's like rambling mm-hmm. to like a stranger on the phone about what seems to be like a crisis moment. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. really weird. Wow. Oh, my so, God. At that she time, the sounds, press... I was so sad, though. She sounds so exhausted. I know. And yeah. the, the press was like, she's going crazy. Of course, and, yeah. And uh, and then, like, Virgin wanted to, like, renegotiate her deal. And she yeah. was like, no. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, left Virgin and then got a new deal somewhere else and mm-hmm. then kept on going and, like, she eventually came back, but there was like a dark time there where we were like, I guess Mariah Carey's done. Yeah, no. Or that's I, like what the media was saying, you know? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of knew that there were some times where she had like gone a little bit. She seemed a little bit loopy mm-hmm. in interviews and stuff like that. But I didn't know about this whole like voicemail thing and, you know. I was a committed. huge Mariah Carey fan and I didn't even know at the time that wow. they were saying this stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I like learned I, about it later. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt that the press was like, Mariah's going crazy. It's like, no, she's a normal woman having a lot of problems because of an extremely high-pressure career. Yeah. You know, it's not like, yeah. Right. Like, it sounds like total madness. And it's like, no, she's just having a tough time. Give her a break. Right. I'm I'm completely drained mm-hmm. from this, watching this movie, from talking about it. And everything Mariah went through at that time. That's the stuff I think is... Yeah, no, it's good to right? know. It's really good to know in the context of this movie, even though it does not make it better. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wonder why you can't find the movie anywhere except, and why is YouTube allowing it? Oh, you know what else? Max Beasley on his Wikipedia page, the British guy playing a Brooklyn guy, um, completely, it only 
shows up in like the table of his credits, but it was when it's like life and career, it's like he did this, he did that. Glitter is not mentioned. So it's like everyone wants to forget it existed. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Yeah. And I feel like people do want to watch it. It supposedly has camp value mm, to some yeah, people. Yeah. I just think it's a big mess. I don't think there's anything like glittery about it. Yeah. Except for just when it changes scenes, it's like sometimes there's glitter and that's the glitter in the movie. I don't think in the movie they ever say the word glitter. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been all that glitters. That makes I know. way more sense. I know. Right. Yeah. Like why? Yeah. Uh-huh. Or it was just like, we want people to think this is fun, but we know it's not. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is going to be like a fun romp where Mariah sings and is adorable. And no. And it's not. It's no, not she a bit. sings about how she wishes she was aborted. <laughs> she was aborted. <laughs> that is my one takeaway from this. Yeah. Yes. Well, goodbye, everyone. We're going to leave you with that. We're going to play that goodbye. song. Uh, oh, should we plug our Instagram? Yes, follow us on Instagram, online yeah. bullshit pod. You can also give us a review. Write us on Apple. A good one, por favor. We only preferably. want the good ones. If you don't like us, yeah. go somewhere else. Why are you here? Yeah, honestly, why waste your time? Get out of here. Throwing negativity out onto the internet. Who wants Get to do here. that? Bye bye. Right. Bye bye. Oh, and happy holidays. A picture fades of you and I together I haven't come to terms with how we said goodbye Did you really care?